Welcome to Layout, a weekly podcast about design, technology, and everything else. Our main topic for this week, personality and how it affects your design style. Our thanks to Envision for sponsoring this week's episode. Did we manage to get a picture of uh, Sam's uh, shower dingus? <laughs> no. <laughs> I this sounds him. even worse when you say it like that. When is it that Sam's con- shower dingus? <laughs> that context. Without context. Please, if this sounds weird to you, listen to the last week's oh episode. Oh my god, I apologize um, to all of the new listeners. <laughs> this is like, can you imagine someone just starts the show on this very episode? <laughs> Like, what is this? What is this about? Uh, uh, I'm really behind my design trends. Um, So, all right, here's here's the update. Um, I texted Sam, asked for the picture. He was like, haha, that's funny. Sure, I'll do it when I got home, when I get home tonight. Of course, that home tonight was already late. Um, I needed to post the episode before. Uh, So my plan was, you know, I'll tweet about it. In the meantime, Sam completely forgot. I completely forgot to, you know, remind him. Uh, so <laughs> I, when I'm going to edit the show, I will remind like myself. Hi, future self. Um, <laughs> so either way, if you want to see Sam's shower dingus, <laughs> follow us on, <laughs> follow us on the Twitters at Layout FM. I will tweet from our account. Uh, I will tweet a picture of that thing so you can understand and please if you have no clue on what we're talking about i swear it's not weird just listen to us i think we're gonna have to mark this episode explicit (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, is is there something cool you'd like to tell us about Anyway, uh, I'm trying to move away from this train wreck. Um, so I guess that's follow-up. I guess we started with follow-up. <laughs> yes. Um, we also want to follow up on uh, the sticker situation real quick before we get to our main topic. Um, finally, people are starting to get their stickers. Um, yes. And they have been posting pictures on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, that, like, it makes my day when I see Oh, yeah, pictures. me too. Thanks so much. If you got your stickers... Um, yeah, like feel feel free to to tag us uh, on Instagram or you know at mention us on Twitter. Like send us a picture because that is it means the world to us. Yeah, I love Thanks it. Thanks so much. Yeah, everyone. no, it's so cool. And as a, an additional bonus, uh, it uh, allows me to confirm that the shipment has gone through correctly, which is something that I was uh, <laughs> partly worrying about as uh, the person in charge of all the shipping for all of these and writing all the addresses before i figured out a better system um <laughs> so yeah um that is also uh, very nice and relieving to see that 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 people actually are getting them uh so thank there's you so no much. google analytics for stickers <laughs> nope yet. nope no, you just will. cross your yeah, fingers and you hope the click-through yeah. rate on the jesus christ but now i'm um, actually printing the the addresses on the labels so less error prone <laughs> <laughs> all right before we get to our main topic though you know what's coming. You know what's coming, Kevin. Why don't you tell me and all of our audience um, what's good? You know what, people? It is Clark from Envision once again. <laughs> Envision is the digital product design platform um, that is used by tons of companies to build and design the best customer experiences. Yeah, it's used by Airbnb, Amazon, HBO, Netflix, Nike, Slack, Starbucks, and the list goes on and on. Um, basically, if you don't know about Envision, I don't know where you've been for the last uh, couple of years, um, but I'd say for any kind of team at, from any size, from a team that's very small to a large team like the one that we have in Shopify, uh, Envision is a crucial tool to be able to get feedback Get your work out there. Make sure that it's seen by everyone in your company. Uh, it also acts as a central repository for 
um, the the work that's being done. So whether it's product managers from other teams who need to be aware of, of what's happening in your project, uh, InVision is a great place for that. Um, you can also use it to rapidly design and prototype uh, your your interfaces. So that honestly saves you so much time when working because you don't have to tell people okay you go here then you have to go there then you have to do this then you have to do that people can actually just interact with it and see how it works and understand uh, as easily and quickly as uh, they would using the normal product so uh, if you're interested in checking InVision out uh, where do you go well simple you go to envisionapp.com so that's envisionapp.com And our thanks to Envision for sponsoring Layout once again. Um, and yeah, let's let's get back to the show. Let's get to our main topic for the week, for today, for tonight. Whenever you listen to this, we're recording at night. I don't know. I always envision. Hey, not <laughs> ding. <laughs> I always envision. Yeah, ding. Sponsor. I also envision. Um, <laughs> People listen to this at night, which is weird because I don't usually listen to podcasts at night. But like because we record this at night, I feel like that's like the hmm. mood. See, I'm the know, opposite. I the, listen to podcasts ambiance. a lot at night, um, but I, I feel like people listen really? to it during the day because that's when the show comes out. But that's probably wrong because people just well, work during the day. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Let us know. When do you listen to the show? I don't think we can track that in any way. No, um, no, no. Because like usually all podcast apps, like we we can track the download yeah. when they download, but like Overcast will download well, whatever comes out. But the out, so. Apple Podcasts let, like can tell us when people stop listening and how many people make it to the end and all that stuff. Um, mm, do we have that data? Yeah. It's honestly, it's not very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, like, well, well, it's like some, something like 80% of people make it to the end and then they're like, it just tapers off. Oh, that's, like that, so. that's awesome. That's Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I think it's something like that. I don't remember the, the numbers off the top of my head, but it's like, yeah. I never got to the end of this show. <laughs> Jesus, so long. You're, ru- you're ruining your stats. Um, <laughs> I'm the 20%. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, sorry. Back to the show. <laughs> Sound effects. Uh, okay, so the the topic for this week, as usual, like I have this idea, and then it's not fully, you know, uh, idealized. I guess. Anyway, here's what I here's what I've been thinking. It is interesting to me, and and it's it's something that I've been thinking about lately. Um, how like one's personality, how it affects your design style, for lack of better word like every designer has their own style and some designers are they have a stronger style like a more prominent style like someone is very known to do mm-hmm. x or y right like i can think of like to be as schneider right. he's very like dark uis and like thin type and all like um you know like some designers have a very clear style that you always associate with with the person um uh Some other designers not really, and especially if you, when you work for for a company for a product that has like a design style established, right? It's hard to surface your own style and 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 uh, you know taste. Uh, let's say like if I was hired um, by Envision, um, sponsor. If I was hired by Envision, um, the work that I would be producing would be like. A, the envision style not really the rafa you know style um so this is all uh, great and well but like when when two designers are collaborating like they're working on the same products and they are iterating on it you know working alongside each other um and when that product is also very still like still very new so everything is up for grabs there's really no clear defined style there's no direction there's no mood um It's kind of interesting how, like, our own styles can clash and collide a little bit, um, because there it gets to a point in where there's no right and wrong. Um, it's really like preference, taste, per- personal preference plays a big role in it. Um, so I guess is 
this is a lot of topics here and so we can we can start by like style how do you feel that uh your your personality and the way what you value or not how it affects and influences your work and your style and, and is that a good thing or not like is it good to be quote-unquote typecast <laughs> into a style <laughs> which like, like when you're indie when you're freelancing right. uh that's it's it's harder to surface mm -hmm. that right because it's your it's you you know there's no other shareholders there's no other personalities involved there's no other people usually um so i mean there's a lot here to unpack where do you want to which string do you want to <laughs> yeah um well so for, first of all like i think it's definitely true that people have a style um and the type of design work that you produce can probably tell a lot about your personality um if i'm just thinking about myself um i think my kind of design aesthetic tends to be focus a lot on details <laughs> uh and is overall simple in execution uh if i can kind of phrase it like that like you know how these like a lot of people have or not a lot of people some people have um this like brilliant idea that is like a completely different paradigm from what you're used to i'm not like that <laughs> like i tend to um i think my designs shine in like the the different details the how well i can execute on a already sort of established idea um so i'm not really i'd say i guess i'm not really good at like thinking outside the box maybe it's <laughs> like one way that people would phrase it um And I think that kind of reflects with sort of how I am as a person. Like I, um, I'm not like the super extravagant, like crazy person. I just like things to work and work well and like look nice together. But I, I'm not, I'm not like going to be the edgy person that's going to be like necessarily pushing the boundaries. Um, and so that's kind of reflected in, I think, a lot of my design style. Um, now, whether or not that is a problem um, of like, quote unquote, having the style. I don't know. I, I guess it, it really depends on what you want to do, because, well, first of all, for me, like working at a product company, it's not a huge problem. Um, cause my, one, my style aligns actually pretty well with like where Shopify is going. So it's actually not too hard for me to, to get on board. Uh, so that's probably one thing to, to look out for is like, is your style very out there and like very different from a lot of what's like asked for in the industry? If that's the case, uh, that's fine, but it also changes the type of Uh, projects and the type of work that you're going to be able to do because otherwise you're just like going to keep clashing and it's maybe not going to be a good fit so that's something to think about like if your goal is to work for a certain type of company well then you should probably try to tailor your style to kind of fit that um or if you don't care and you're like this is my style well try to find companies that kind of either agree with that or are going to allow you to express your creativity the way that you want it, whether that's keeping in with the same style or just trying out something that is completely new and different from what you've done before. I've certainly noticed that clients tend to ask you for the same thing that you've done in the past. <laughs> so if you want to evolve your style, I'd say in a lot of cases that is on you. Um, so it, it Usually it requires work, whether it's about pushing a client to do to allow you to do something that you've never done before, or you taking that on yourself in your own personal projects and and kind of expanding on your style there so that then your clients can see that and be like, yeah, we want something exactly like this. <laughs> um, in some ways, having a style is not uh, necessarily a negative thing. Because I almost think about it as almost like a trademark <laughs> in a weird way, 
where it's like you've developed that this thing and if people recognize it as that style then you're if they need if they need someone to do that then you're the first person that's going to come to their mind um so it's it's like a, mm -hmm. a can be a good way to differentiate yourself if you can develop a style that is pretty unique so for example uh Tobias very like specific style if someone's into that then he's going to be the first person they go to because like he's got that that style like really nailed down um right like if like i think of other the, people the, that have like a very specific style um i feel like meg robichaud has a very specific style um mm -hmm. she's an illustrator at shopify um like i even feel like people like Tim, Tim and them, like, I can see a style with what they do. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just something that they've developed over the years. And, and for me, when I think of a specific problem or a specific desire of having something that's kind of in that range, well, the first people I, I think about are these people. Um, so it can be a good way to market yourself in some sort of way, if that's what you want to be doing. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to keep that, that same style forever, right? So I think it depends what you want to do. That's a, no, those, those are good points. Uh, I, okay, I'm going to shelve this uh, for one second because I want to get back to it. Basically, like how I only recently have been identified like a style for my own. Hmm. So uh like it took was, me was this a long time was this something that was intentional for you of okay let me establish the rafa no, style no, no, no. or did it just happen no 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 <laughs> no i just realized like oh shit wait look look at my past you know everything i produced for the last two years or whatever you know, when i still like where i'm going and i can see a lot of like patterns that i can that I start identifying it with myself, because yeah, for the longest time. Okay, I guess I'm not gonna shout this. <laughs> uh, let's do it just now. Uh, like for the longest time, um, I I didn't have a style, and to be honest, I like I. It's not that I felt bad, but I wanted to have a style. Hmm. I wanted to like, you know, have that edge. You know, something that would make it my own. You know, like. Like you said, I would, I would like, I would love to own this particular style. People will associate this with me, but of course, I don't have experience. I don't have an still, like, I don't know. So I try to be. I would say, like, my style is is like going really hard in like a trend or like one specific thing, and like you know, go all in into it. So like for for a while, I had dark uh, uh, UIs. Uh, for a while, I had like. You know when flat design came came along and stuff like when very like at the beginning like i was i was like i want to be all about this new trend i want to be very modern and and very you know young designer that's ahead of the curve um and but by doing that that's not really my style i was just like trying to do something that looked nice and new and modern um which i guess could be a style but not really because that's what's <laughs> changing um so for the longest time i was looking for that and i wanted to have a style but i didn't um and only recently i've been finding that and it's not really uh like a the defined style and look uh it's just like a, a couple of priorities and things that i value in the work that i put out um but maybe you know five years from now i'm gonna look back and say yep, no you didn't have it by then so i don't know <laughs> um so i all this to say, I guess, is that it is fine to not have a style, like ever or yet. Like especially if you're starting out, don't expect you to start your career with a very awesome style that people are gonna love. Like, no, just try a little don't bit. Don't you of feel though that like everyone has a style, whether you like it or not? That like any work that is done by the same person is going to share some form of similarity um unless like you're really a person who's like every project is so different from one another but i feel like in many cases even though it's it's not necessarily like okay you are the uh dark ui with uh serif typography person <laughs> like it doesn't have to be that um 
but like when you say that everyone sort of still has a style even though there's no not necessarily a word to describe it maybe but in the beginning of your career it's so foggy it's so diluted if there's a style there it's really hard to identify it mm. Yeah, right? that's I, that's a good point. Because like, yeah, I think you touched on something here. Because when you're starting out, at least for me, I didn't really have a style because I was kind of a mix of things that I liked. It's like the stuff mm-hmm. that I was producing wasn't me. Like it was just me trying to like mm-hmm. reproduce the the people's work that I liked. And mm-hmm. so it's yeah, it was kind of like a random sample of the things I was into at the moment. Uh, and over time, yeah. as I sort of developed my own opinion for how things I like things done, then I feel like my work is more, uh, more me. <laughs> and so that's probably where you start seeing a, an actual style. In hindsight, I guess you could draw a line and like find the patterns, you mm-hmm. know, like if we were to look at one of the first, you know, pieces of work from Tim maybe we would be like, oh, yeah, I can see it. Like, I can see Tim here doing this, whatever. Uh, But, like, in the moment, there's no way that you can really pick up what, like, you produced your first, you know, landing. Oh, yeah. Your first pure design job. There's nothing for you to hold on to, like, this is me. No, no, yeah, you need multiple points to be able to connect the lines. Or connect the dots. (laughs) Connect the lines. (laughs) (laughs) Show title. Like like for me, even now that I'm saying that maybe I can pick up some things, like it's mostly still very vague themes and not really like not darky wise or not like rounded corners. That's <laughs> my style. <laughs> it's like I think right now is is like uh splashes of humanness to to the UI and like some humor here and there, like when I can. But just making it a bit more hum- human, if that even makes sense. So it's very, like, still, you know, very generic. Mm. But it's the one theme that I keep going back to. Um, and so, like, I am... It's not something that I active, you know, actively work on and, and, and think about, really. <laughs> it's just, again, just only in hindsight. I can, I can pick that up. Okay, but... Going way back to the thing that I wanted to talk about before, like, <laughs> for a while, this big tangent. <laughs> yeah, um, I I am curious because, um, like right now, I I work at a small company, and so I just because of the size of it of our team, I have a, I have a lot to say about how the work that I do, like how my product looks, mm-hmm. right? Because it's for the longest time, it's me. You know, like if I wanted to change a little bit how Netlify looked, like right now we use a lot of the a lot of cards as a big component in the UI. Like if I decided, you know what, no, let's just remove cards and make everything like just the background, whatever. Like I could do that, right? If I were really against round corners right now, say, you know what, nope, cards with flat corners, whatever. I could do that. Of course, like it would have to make sense to change. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like it was something I could do. If you personally decide, and by the way, I apologize to, my, to our audience that we we keep you know talking about the companies that we work at just because it's our experience. It's like our reality. So I don't know. Sometimes that can sound a bit off. I don't know. So anyway, going back. Sorry. Um, like. If you personally, you, Kevin Clark, uh, tomorrow, like, really feel strongly about, you know what? Um, Look, we're going to make everything purple. Oh, wait, we did that already. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know what? Uh, our buttons should uh, have uh, drop shadows. Or if they do currently, they don't. Uh, they shouldn't, you know? Like, if you had, like, this big thing that you really cared about and believe, but... The company's so big, you can't just on a whim and you, right. one identity, one soul, can change, <laughs> change all of all. that. So <laughs> how how does that, you know, how does that feel and how do you deal with it when your personality can't really shine through? Yeah, your... so uh, that is a very interesting question. I don't know if I'm the right person to ask that question um, for two reasons. One, 
I'll, I think I have a confession to make. Like I, I am, I appreciate um, like design systems and everything that it's done for us as designers and our industry and everything. I am not much of a design systems person, meaning that hmm. I don't love simply following things i like messing around with it and making in my opinion making things better and like evolving it and our design system does evolve over time a lot uh which is which is great um but so like basically regardless like in in any of this like i wouldn't be the person telling you like oh no no like it's it's totally fine like yeah like for me it is like whenever i'm working within a design system that i didn't create and i don't have full control over um for me that is kind of something that i have to deal with but <laughs> in my day-to-day i don't work on the on shopify like the app that much uh i work on the checkout experience where i do have more of a control and more of a say on how things look how things behave um so i'd say like on that front i kind of lucked out where where i i almost like get to work on my own product where i can't afford to make those decisions now does that mean that every week i'm changing something for the sake of changing it well no like even if i'm not 100 happy with everything uh there's a cost to any changes that that you make uh and it's not always the right decision you know to just like roll out a chain for change's sake um so I think it's like you have to be making trade-offs um, and understand kind of the importance of keeping the consistency. Like even though personally for me, it is hard to follow conventions that I didn't always set and maybe sometimes don't agree with. Although like I think I agree with the vast majority of the the patterns that we have at Shopify, which is great. Um, but like say you don't like it's still beneficial for the sake of consistency for your users because to your users they're using one product they're not using multiple products to them it should feel like it's been all designed by one person um and so it's it's kind of like a necessary evil for the greater goods type of situation I, at least that's how i see it mm. um and it also has like many many benefits right like you you maybe lose a little bit on like the ability to fully express yourself as a person um and use design as kind of a form of art but you win on efficiency you win on being able to solve more complex problems because you're not sort of reinventing the wheel um you win on like being able to onboard new people like there's there's many many benefits that come to it um but i i agree that like in terms of feeling like you can use design to express yourself um like working in a larger team with a lot more things that are happening at the same time because it's not uh, for example if i'm using shopify the design system that we make not only has to be used by other designers within shopify but it's also used by third party developers who build their app experiences on top of our platform So that's when it gets like even more complicated to do these changes because it impacts so yeah. many people. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a different type of challenge really, uh, but it's, it's so fun. I don't know if I answered your question or not. But. <laughs> so let me, let me ask you a question. Um, so last week we talked about, okay, maybe like you're thinking of hiring more designers for Netlify and kind of growing the team a little bit. Um, Obviously, we're not talking about hiring 50 designers tomorrow morning, uh, but, but as a team grows, that ability of sort of each person putting their own style into the product um, becomes mm. more difficult. So how do you see that? kind of evolving as Netlify grows? Is this something that you actively want to keep or is this something that you think is just in inevitable that's just gonna happen 
Man, that is a great question. When when new person joins, that style, that that brand and that mood, it stops being like a reflection of myself and my style. And now it's Natalify's style and Natalify's mood. Um and then I mean it's still kind of easy to influence it because there's just you know you're just to you know it's just such a small team that you can all talk talk through it and you can get uh, decisions uh, quickly from you to like whatever is in charge um, but uh, yeah like it stops being you it's not you anymore it's the company it's a product like it it, it is born <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but but it is it's still it is still like hard if that all right let's say I hired a new designer and that designer uh, on his first month or whatever, like has a really strong opinion about whatever our green or like a brand <laughs> color, maybe, I don't know. Or like how our links shouldn't be so thin, should be like a bold, um, I know, say more ninja heavy text or whatever. Ninja links everywhere. Yeah, go ninja <laughs> links. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that person has great style, great, you know, is a great designer. Uh, and he has strong opinions about this. Even if I were like their boss or whatever, it's not up to me. It's not my my taste against that other person. It's like, it's like it's it's more messier than that. I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> you said that really resonated with me is this idea that it's not any person's style anymore. It's the company's style. So it's whether it's like it. This is Netlify's style, or this is Shopify style. This is. The the output of the work is not dictated by any given person. It's kind of a a mix of everyone's um, kind of personality and soul and and work, hard work, and it doesn't really belong to anyone. And it evolves as the people inside of it either change uh, or or grow themselves. And I kind of like the, like seeing it that way because um, it, it still mm-hmm. gives you the kind of the the permission to try to evolve that style and, and push it forward while also recognizing mm-hmm. that this is not you. This is not about you. This is about whatever is best for the company itself. So, yeah, I think that's an amazing way to put it. Boom. Ship it. <laughs> um, I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, this is an interesting topic. I, I like this. But yeah, like all good things, come to an end. So let's get to side dishes what was that <laughs> i'm gonna know. i'm gonna send back to this episode to make sure you didn't edit this out <laughs> uh, fine <laughs> i am still like craving for uh, like a uh, like a jingle like a side dish or like recommendations jingle uh i think we didn't we like had like we call our listeners out like please you know didn't we like ask for yeah. a jingle or something pressure's I, too I, high though this feels right <laughs> and also like let me just throw this out there i would love for someone to make us something but i am not willing to guarantee that we will use it <laughs> i think it has to fit in layout style yes, yes yo yes. um <laughs> yeah that's so really wow so anyways uh i got a home pod mm-hmm you did. Um, did you get a, also new furniture or nope. what's up? Just got a HomePod. Do you get the Ring of Death? Dear God. Um, so yeah, I got my HomePod yesterday. Um, it was <laughs> brought to me, <laughs> smuggled from the United States um, <laughs> by uh, my friend Alex. Um, and it totally works in Canada. It's it's not sold here, but it completely 100% works. Um, I think one of the, the main reasons it's not currently for sale in Canada is that uh, HomePod, like the version of Siri on HomePod only speaks English. 
Um, and obviously Canada has two languages, English and French, and they probably don't want to s- only sell in select provinces. It's probably simpler for them to just like right. ignore the entire country. Although I think it's kind of <laughs> dumb, honestly. Like I think most people here would be fine if it was just in English. And then, I mean, it has to be coming to like coming in French soon. Uh, it's like because Siri on my phone is more powerful than Siri on my HomePod, and it does speak French. So I don't know what's happening there. Good, yeah, thanks. Um, so. We still we still don't have Siri in Portuguese. Oh, really? Huh. Portugal. Interesting. Can you can you believe this? Well, it's, you're wow. kind of like a a third world country, right? <laughs> Dude, how dare you? Uh, <laughs> actually, Portuguese is like the fourth most spoken language or whatever because we have brazil <laughs> you know it right, the numbers. Right. um anyway so um, <laughs> how dare you sir yeah we kind of are we kinda yeah are. i think i'm gonna hear from all the people uh don't email me <laughs> uh <laughs> all three of us <laughs> yeah, all, yeah all three of you guys <laughs> um no i love all of you um so yeah i got it uh hooked it up um it's honestly it was the smoothest onboarding experience ever especially compared to uh, google nice. home which was kind of a nightmare like google home ha- like requires specific email addresses and like it has to be a gmail thing and then jumping through hoops to get that set up and then connect that to your uh wi-fi which is like one of the most horrible experiences because it's like the longest random string of character password um so anyways, none. there was none of that with HomePod. Like you just open it, you plug it into a wall, uh it shows up like the little card like the the AirPods on your on your screen mm-hmm. and it was effectively like tap 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 done. Um so that was really great. I love the hardware. I've been taking a lot of pictures of it. Um it looks pretty awesome. Um so I did put it. So I that's one thing that I'm struggling with is like where do I put it? Um cuz my apartment is not huge and i don't have that many furniture where i can just have this (laughs) um and also now that it's not wood so or polished right well so that's that's the other thing so i had put first put it next to my tv on like a a wood like tv console um Mm -hmm. and so i had it there for like the evening uh and I I read these articles. So apparently, if you leave your HomePod on on a piece of wood, uh, it'll create this white ring <laughs> where the HomePod was. Um, so I read that at the office, and I kid you not, I left the office. <laughs> Came back home to remove my HomePod. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, my two like imagine my two hands on the HomePod, and I'm like. Oh please, 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 and lift the HomePod. No ring, no nothing. It was like you're fine. Thank God. Thank God. I would have been pissed if I would have gotten a. a, a white this is ring. ridiculous. Like, there's no excuse. This is, yeah, this is terrible. Like, this is bad. Um, and it seems like Apple yeah. saying like, yeah, you're you're holding it wrong. I guess like, is there? Kind oh, of I didn't even know there was like this? an official response. It, it's like, yeah, apparently they have acknowledged that. Yeah, this is a problem. Don't put it on wood. Are you shitting me? <laughs> it is basically like they're that. I mean, yeah, that was from the article that I read. Um, was effectively that. It's like, yeah, we have noticed that some customers have reported that it does a, a white ring. They said that uh, usually it gets better if like you just leave it like that and it <laughs> okay it yeah it gets better somehow um and we advise people that are concerned about this to not put their home pot on wood <laughs> which is just, like terrible yeah and i hope they're gonna come to their senses at some point and like just figure out a solution because honestly if i buy a product from apple that costs 350 dollars I expect more than this. Yeah. Um, I have to buy so, yeah. HomePod coasters now, just forty nine ninety nine. Well, yeah. People are. Been, did you see the the HomePod sock? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> like, oh my god. Um, so, yeah, um, that's kind of unfortunate, honestly. Like the HomePod, I, I feel like if you're gonna play something into a home, 
Uh, placing it on something that is wood covered is not unlikely. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is like a really big flaw of this product. And like, I would honestly, I would be shocked if that is not fixed by the next generation. That doesn't excuse this one. Like, I would honestly like this is. I would tell anyone who considers buying this this product, like warning them that you have to be aware of this because this is one major flaw. How doesn't this um, get picked up while like they're using it with their just their employees or whatever? Like it's it's not some weird no edge idea. case. Like oh, but you know if you live in this latitude, the humidity, whatever you know. <laughs> right. Like, no, just place it on something that is wood, uh, which is yeah. You know, I, look, I have no idea. They and like there's a couple things that are very mysterious about this. Uh, one, Apple makes a lot of products that sit on desks, yeah. like, and most of them are fine. Even like, uh, on, sure, like, like you know, they have Apple TV, which right now is sitting on wood surface. They have like the airport, airport express, and whatever. And they, you know, this is not you know. I'm gonna say like rocket science. Yeah, but. one of the main one of the main differences, as Gruber pointed out on Daring Fireball, is that. This is producing sound and heat. Um, well, so you could have like a, the vibration of the thing. Like it actually like they had the iPod Hi-Fi, like wind and vibration. They did have the <laughs> iPod Hi-Fi. Uh, we should we should get someone to try it. Uh, put it on some wood furniture and test it. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, like the whole thing is on it. Like it's unacceptable. There's no question about it, um, but like I feel like it has to be a solvable problem. Like it, yeah, it's closer. not like the the first company to make a, a speaker. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's shocking that they build this entire um, like room to like <laughs> remove the echo and have all this like fancy testing lab for the, for the audio quality, and nobody put it for like an hour on some. <laughs> some wood counter i think it takes more than an hour but because all of their furniture uh, is white so the white ring you can't see it yeah, so that's how it... or like the you know the those pale tables at the apple store yeah uh, yeah, yeah i bet it doesn't so i guess it's like those. like even the excuse like well apple like is their first speaker that vibrates and produces heat it's like if apple built a, a fridge and it was like and the fridge leaked all over it's like well it's the first time Apple is building fridges. Like, no, this yeah, exists. Yeah, exactly. This is like, <laughs> this is not, you know, a new problem that humanity never had to deal with and we're still learning. Like, no, no excuse. Like, it, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And I saw um, some, some people which are like, honestly, these people are kind of the worst sometimes, like, uh, where Apple can do no wrong of like, uh, well, Apple designed this to be placed on most surfaces, not at all. <laughs> And it's like, well, <laughs> it was like, seriously? Um, yeah. And, and people saying like, well, why don't you just put it somewhere else? Like, what's the big deal? And it's like, no, you don't, you don't get it. Like, you don't get it. No, uh, there's no, no point in. Anyways, yeah. I don't want to uh, dwell on this too much. Um, this is How's terrible. This is like, a, we would, look, we would all make fun of Google for doing this. Like, yeah. Like, I, Swear to God, no, like it's ridiculous. This... Everyone would be making fun of, of Google or any or Sonos or any other company uh, if that happened to us. And I, yeah, I think Apple deserves all the heat uh, they would get from this. My fear is that HomePod is not that popular of a product, and I wonder if there's going to be enough noise for them to actually take action. <laughs> uh, we will see. Um, so yeah, I guess so. One thing I wanted to talk briefly is just my experience using the product in general. Um, mm -hmm. The number one thing that still amazes me about the HomePod is how well it can hear you, mm -hmm. um, no matter how loud the sound is is playing, no matter kind of where you are. It's it's honestly like. I feel like magical is the the word here. Hey Siri, hey Siri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but honestly, like the thing that's that's surprising about it is like even if you have music that's super loud playing on it, you can still kind of whisper the same same cool. sound level, and it's totally fine. That's really cool. Um, and and like it's 
it's to a point where you feel like I couldn't talk to another human. <laughs> and like, if I could talk to another person like this, they wouldn't hear me. But HomePod right. does. Um, and, and that's amazing. Um, in terms of like music playback, I'd say like it works great with, with Apple Music. I'm super happy to be able to use my library on this thing. Uh, so that's been pretty great. Um, the sound quality, I'd say that it's good for its size. But if you have like a good sound system somehow, like I have soundbar and subwoofer and stuff like that for my TV, I'd say that those still sound better than the HomePod. Okay, um, that's good to know. Oh, and like, I mean, they were more expensive too. So like right. you'd expect that. Um, but for me, like that, that meant that like when I played it, I was not blown away by the sound of the home pod mm -hmm. if you compare it like i compared it to the the google home mini that i have and it's like it's hilarious like it's not even comparable right right um but but yeah but that 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 would be what some reviews might let you to believe that it's like oh my god it's right. amazing and no like i think it's good uh but it's like yeah it's not like cha gonna change the world or anything right um yeah, what else? Um, yeah, I'd say for the most part, like Siri works well um, and like, it can answer all the basic questions. HomeKit is fast. It's, a, it's faster than doing it from Siri on your phone, which is really great. Um, there's a lot of nice touches. So whenever you're uh, doing a, a Siri command um, and there's audio playing, It'll lower the volume of the audio, but basically what it'll do is, and I, I don't know the exact like kind of compression that they're doing, but basically they're kind of uh, dimming the highs of the song. Right. Like it so feels like hear, it's on, uh, it's playing on the other room. Yes. Yeah. And it's like a super nice effect uh, that other people have talked about too. Um, so it's like nice little details like this. Um, one thing that I actually was, really disappointed about is this is sort of its own device uh when it when it comes to things like podcast so you mm. it doesn't sync your your progress in any sort of way it, it it'll track its own episodes so for example if i played the latest episode of atp on it uh and then stop halfway through and then two days later i'm like continue playing atp it'll continue where it left off but if, in the meantime, I have continued playing ATP on my phone, it won't mm. pick up that. So you have to either manually weird. sync that, that <laughs> progress yourself, or you have to just play it from your phone and airplay to uh, the HomePod. Right. Um, so that's kind of unfortunate. Like, hopefully that's... Uh, honestly, I think I'm, I'm going to work on, like, a, a blog post that highlights, w like, precise ways in which Siri could and should get smarter uh but that is one of them siri very much treats every device as its own thing when it should just treat me as a person <laughs> like it shouldn't matter that i'm using this device it should all be synced through icloud and i'm the same person across all these devices but right now it doesn't know that um one other thing that's been frustrating a little bit is um when the, the your watch is like the screen is is on and you say Siri command, the watch is gonna take it. Cause it thinks that you want to speak specifically to the watch. Um and in some cases it's like, yeah, like you're kind of trying to be smart about this and and basically responding uh responding where as a user I'm expecting uh the response. But it, I've noticed that in a lot of cases, especially if I'm cooking, uh, well, my watch turns on because I'm like moving my hands and then all of a sudden my watch like starts playing some music on my phone or something like that. I was like, but can you say, for example, can you say on your phone, like uh, play this song on HomePod or something? That's a good question. I don't know. No, nope, playing from my phone. <laughs> So it recognized correctly, like play on HomePod, but it didn't do anything. 
Uh, and there's a couple like weird things with with HomePod where um, if I say continue playing to HomePod, it'll list me the the movies and TV shows that I have in my um, like continue playing list on mm. uh, the TV app. And it's like, there's nothing I can do with these. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Um, (laughs) So there's a lot of like weird little things like this. Or if I ask HomePod. Oh, let me do this. Hey, Siri, what is my name? It said, said, I don't know your name, but you sound like a human being to to me. I'm very much into that. Your like, phone does. Yeah, is like this you're connected the to my phone. You can add to-do lists to my phone. Like, how do you not know who I am? Is this the limitation of privacy concerns from Apple? Like, is this? I don't think so. How you really see it? Like, really, is your name a piece of information that is only stored well, in your phone? It can't read my text messages. Like, because <laughs> those are on iCloud, but your name is not on iCloud. It's on your phone. No, my well. By default, my name is on iCloud because that's in my username for iCloud. I don't know, man. No, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> iCloud has a uh, has your actual name. I don't know. Anyways, I'm not sure. Um, so overall, overall, anyway. like I like it. Um, I'm hopeful that it's gonna keep getting better. I think for if yeah. you're using it for music, podcast playback, HomeKit, basic things like asking it some either translations or uh setting one timer <laughs> uh and things like that then it works really well um so yeah i'd recommend it just basically like the the thing that's the the sentence that's in the verge like this is the product for a picky person who lives alone in the apple ecosystem mm-hmm. like yes like that's the kind of people i, I would recommend to uh if you're not that then there are much better products for you out there like get the google home get the alexa thing um and these are going to be better products for you but if you're like like me very much into the apple ecosystem uh and kind of picky about specific things then this can be a good product for you well so yeah what i'd say is i think i recommend the home pod <laughs> to a very specific segment of people but uh that is my recommendation this week <laughs> nice you've been waiting this long like to finally be able to recommend it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess no you can't you did um it. yeah i mean that's the only thing that i bought or like read or have watched that is new this week so okay i'm i'm gonna recommend um more than one thing uh, i'm gonna recommend some music because i haven't you know, I haven't recommended music in a while. Um, here's a couple of things that I've been listening to that I'm really enjoying. Well, first, like, if you heard it, if you heard about this album from Layout FM, like, <laughs> you live in a very weird world. But uh, Kendrick Lamar and Friends released an album, uh, like the soundtrack for Black Panther, the movie. And it's a new Kendrick Lamar album. It's a new, it's amazing. Um, so I guess Apple Music is telling me that it's Kendrick Lamar, The Weeknd, and uh, Season. So uh, it's it's great. Like everyone I know has been listening to this. Uh, it's a great album. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so so that is like the the like the easy one. Um, then Churches also came out with a new single. It's called Get Out. It's very catchy. I've been listening yep. nonstop. Like love that too. Whatever playlist I start listening, like I start with that song and then. Just add it to the queue, whatever else. Like, I, <laughs> I love that song. Uh, so, Churches, Get Out, if you haven't. And then, uh, maybe a bit more interesting, this one, I don't know. Um, a new album from the band that I don't know how to pronounce its name, but I'm going to try. Rye? You know? Does this ring a bell? Mm, so, it's R-H- <laughs> R-H-Y-E. Right. Uh, Rye. And the new album is called Blood. Um, I'm not sure like how new this is, but it, it it tells me that it's from this year, so it has to be newish. Um, it's it's a really 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 good album, uh, and it's really good like mood, uh, especially like, for working and stuff. Um, hmm. I've been what really uh, into what song it. would you recommend listening to first? That's interesting. I have no idea because I don't listen like this. Usually, I just play the album. Um, no, I, I can tell you. Oh, okay. You know what? So I guess I would recommend uh, Taste, the song 
taste. Okay, album, cool. I guess. Here's, here's something. Um, I you have a good taste, Rafa. <laughs> hey, that was easy. Uh, here's something that I like. I don't. I never really got into making my own playlists. Like I suck at it, uh, and I, I feel like every year uh, I try. I make an effort to try to get some playlists going. Um, I like the idea of making playlists. I hate actually doing it, but <laughs> I I tried. So I've created like. A playlist for January, a playlist for February. Uh, I've created this ah. one playlist calls called Rafa Goes Running because it's a playlist <laughs> that I'll be updating for songs that I listen to when I'm running. Um, and I've also this is like this is pretty special to me. Um, I've created this one playlist, um, which is like the original playlist is, is by uh, designer Jared Irondu. Um, he originally created it in RDO. And the playlist is called the Creative Mix, and you know it's Ardio's time. This it's kind of old, like three, four years old. But that playlist, like I played it, I listened to it so much. Like that's when I started listening to Ardio. It also coincided with me starting a career in design. Like it also coincided with like with me moving to Lisbon. Like there's a lot like that I, you know, just there's a lot of memories tied to that playlist. So I I love that. Um it's it's a great playlist. So recently I've managed to like get that playlist back from the grave and I've <laughs> created it in Apple Music. Um I I had a lot of fun creating like a special artwork for it which is full I see that. Of, full of easter eggs. You do? You can How? just submit the creative mix on Apple Music and find it. Really? It yep. is for me? Yep. Wow. So a nice uh, blue cool. cover. So I get uh, creative mix. I like how you align the uh, inspired by Jared Irondu. You like aligned <laughs> it with the base of the T rather than the the top. So yeah, very nice. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, Easter eggs on that cover. Like the blue is the gradient from the menu of the Audio iOS app. Wow. <laughs> The the font is Ardio's yeah. typeface from from the app. Um, the little bubbles is actually the sun from Tycho's uh, uh, album, uh, and then there's like a very 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 subtle uh, Ardio icon in the top right. So anyway, it's like a love letter to Ardio. Ah, oh sorry. yeah, I didn't. I guess you can I see, see it. the Ardio really logo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So anyway, like I've been adding it to it. So it's like, it's a, you know, it's a, like, it's not that it's not an old playlist. I've been adding stuff to it. Um, so anyway, all the, all these playlists are on uh, Apple Music. They're public. I guess I could drop some links in the show notes if you're into that. Um, and yeah, that's my music recommendation for the week. Cool. You're uh, making me want to create my own playlist. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll share one of you mine should. next week. That would be awesome. I would love to. Actually, I'm not like super familiar about like your your music tastes. Like I know <laughs> we align pretty well. Like yeah. there's a lot of things that we kind of listen to, but it's very all over the know. place. I don't know. You'll see. I'll I'll make a playlist next weekend. We can, That's awesome. We can all right, looking forward to it. Uh <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh I guess that's it for this week's episode. Everyone you can continue the discussion over at spectrum.chat. Uh, there's links in the show notes for that. Um, there's also like, we post, well, we, by we, I mean, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Sarah automatically like creates a post for every episode that we post. So there's like a dedicated post for each show. So you can go in and talk about whatever we talked about. You can also like recommend us topics for us to cover or uh, uh you know share your recommendations of the week what are you listening to are you making a playlist or not you should share it with us um a special shout out to uh mike kevin and luis for sharing um their thoughts over at spectrum but if you're not into that you can also follow us on the twitters we are at layout fm i am rafa hari uh kevin is at vernal kick all this on twitter we want to give special shout outs this week to all the people that uh, got, uh, you know, mentioned us on the Twitters or bought stickers or even more importantly, people that shared pictures of the stickers and sticking those 
stickers into things. We still haven't seen stickers. anyone stick it on their screen. So Yeah, that's I have the exclusive. Yeah. That. Sorry. Trademark. Um so I wanna oh my god, it's my turn to Okay, <laughs> this is a long try. list. I, I apo- get ready. Yeah, so I apologize for any mispronunciation. Um, so special shout outs to uh, Guillaume Schmidt, uh, Gabriel. Ga- oh, I know this one. This is French. Gabriel uh, Gagnon. There you go, Gagnon. <laughs> uh, Christopher Welch, Adolf Freire, Alexander McKenna, McKenna uh, Jimmy Oliger, Nicholas Peterson, Alex Trent, Charles Anderson, Daniel Roven, Chris Doner, Alyssa Carnes, uh, James Carlton. <laughs> okay. I ended one in a. I ended on a like an easy one, so that like <laughs> yeah, James. sound better. Yeah, um, we should we should always do that. Yeah, um, and on like James say, Doe or yeah. John Doe, or whatever. So anyway, um, <laughs> uh, if you heard about stickers and you don't know what we are talking about, uh, you can go to layout.fm. That's our website. You can find the show notes and all that. But we also have a new thing where you can buy stickers. So if you want our pretty pretty and sweet uh, uh artwork layout cover whatever uh, you want to stick it in, in, into things you can go to uh, layout.fm slash stickers and buy some and kevin will personally um uh, you know drive or walk to the post office and mail it to you with a very special thoughtful personalized thank yeah. you letter. i mean the process is a bit more complicated than that but yeah don't ruin the, the, the magic <laughs> but like yeah. hand write a letter for you then like put all the stickers in an envelope then go to the office print a label with your address on it then stick it onto the envelope then walk over to the post office get it go downstairs like four um four floors and then go see that same lady that's always there every time (laughs) for the post office uh and then mail it to you so all of this sent with love with love this episode is sponsored by Envision. Our huge thanks to Envision for supporting the show. Uh, if you want to know more about Envision, if you want to check out what they're doing, if you want to subscribe, if you want to get our, their product, you can go to envisionapp.com. That would help us. That would help them. That would help you because that, that product is amazing. Um, and lastly, this show is part of Spec FM Network. So uh, if you're looking uh, for more shows to listen to, you can uh, you can uh, visit other shows from this family because we're all one big happy family. Um, there's new shows coming in. Like they just joined the family. Um, Tuesday just joined Spec. So new shows. Uh, look at that. You can uh, you can uh, go to Spec.fm, see all their uh, you know, offer all and, uh, the great shows, stuff. all the great shows. And uh, all right, Kevin, I think that is it. This is a fun show. Um, yep, I'll talk to you uh, next week. All right, okay, bye. bye. Hey, I'm reading this tweet. I just want to say, uh, like, I just want to know what. So we're going off script here. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what to oh, expect. There's no script. What do you mean? This is completely <laughs> improvised. Um, <laughs> what do you want to talk tonight? Um, hey, so Maxime the Grieve. I hope that's how I pronounce it. Whatever. Uh, tweeted. There isn't any. Oh, sorry. There isn't anything more disrespectful than a male guest using our toilet without sitting down. Hashtag manners. Uh, middle fingers emoji what yeah i agree i mean that's not necessarily how i would phrase it but but yeah i agree wow really good thing i'm finding about this right now so if i was a guest at your place if i use your restroom Uh it would be unpolite to pee standing up I mean, I wouldn't make a big deal out of it, but it's, wow, this is completely new to me. I swear to it's God, it's not, not like, nice. <laughs> wow, I didn't know about that. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, without getting into too many details, but um, <laughs> design but, details. Yeah. <laughs> it splashes everywhere. Uh, well, well, I'm okay. <laughs> So no matter how how good you are at aiming, like let me tell you, there there has been some uh, some research that's been done on this. Like 
Yeah. Wow. Like you might not think about it, but it splashes everywhere. That's number one. And then two, um, so te- technically you could uh, uh, go to the bathroom setting up, but then still put the seat down, in which case it'd be fine. Um, but in, in the case where you don't put the seat back down, then I also have a problem with this because uh, it's not very nice to women who then use the bathroom after. Uh, and two, it doesn't look as nice. So put the seat down. So, yeah. Sure. I'm not going uh, yeah, <laughs> to argue against putting the seat up and down. But yeah, but it's, a, it's a thing. We, wow. I didn't uh, know about this. I, yeah. I'm glad I just found this out. I, I, have, I have to say, though, I have to say it has been um, an issue of uh, debate in the office. There, there's like, so everyone sort of has, I would say sort of agrees with me, like 99% of the office. And then there's, there's like the 1% who is um, uh, foolishly fighting for the right to uh, pee standing up and keep the seat up. And these people are Oh, just come fine. on. <laughs> yeah. What? They're like... Uh, yeah, that's just yeah. silly. They're like a, a slightly better yeah. version of like the, the men's right movement, <laughs> in my opinion. Oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, just, just be nice. Like, you can sit down. That's, that's better, less... Like, it doesn't splash as much everywhere. Uh, and it's nicer for other people. I guess so. it makes sense. Like, I never did this not because i was like ah come on who cares no like i didn't even think about that like right it didn't even cross my mind and now that it did now i'm like super self-conscious about like all the you know <laughs> past experiences where i was a guest and oh my god yeah also, I mean, how did it i guess you only find out if there's if it's dirty right because unless you <laughs> yeah use the i guess with uh, the and like door open <laughs> you know i'm not i'm not gonna be like I wouldn't call anyone out like this, and like I m- may very well not notice most of the time. Um, but you know, if you just want to be nicer, then you can do that. Wow. Okay. Um, public service announcement, <laughs> I guess. And it's not public. Is, is this what people <laughs> tune in for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their um, their <sighs> bathroom follow up. <laughs> Yeah, we have a lot of bathroom as a theme of this show lately. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. 